What's up, Ego Hackers? Welcome to the C.S. Joseph Podcast. I'm your host, C.S. Joseph. Recording uh, from uh, good old ISFP tree, because apparently the tree is famous now, and uh, that just sort of happened. It's kind of ridiculous, but it is what it is. Still a little sick. Dealing with walking pneumonia a little bit, but the work still has to continue, and once I film a little bit, I'm gonna go home and crash. So, for like a while. Also got to uh, repair my song as well. While I do that. So yeah. Anyway. So today's episode, we're gonna be discussing hedonism. Uh, the question actually originally was, uh, you know, hedonism is defined as love of one's work but how does hedonism manifest outside in like a non-professional setting? I don't exactly agree with this definition of hedonism. I, I liken it to more of like having, having fun for the sake of fun or the most colloquial definition that I know of, which is uh, the most colloquial definition, which I would say is, uh, let's see here. Um, if it feels good, do it. Yeah, that's... That's what hedonism is. Hedonism. It's the shadow pole of the discovery temple wheel, the cognitive origin of discovery. It's all about exploration. And hedonism is an aspect of exploration. It's an aspect of uh, the cognitive origin of discovery, right? And what ends up happening is that it's basically trying to identify the specific things that feel good. If it feels good, do it. That, you know, that kind of approach. Which can be frustrating, can be uh, pretty annoying if you think about it because it's like, okay, this is what causes INTPs and ESFJs to basically have a very unhealthy relationship with, uh, well, for example, cocaine. I actually know an ESFJ local here who does a line of cocaine before every shift and sometimes he does it at the end of shift depending on how stressed out he is. But uh, it's like, it's like, it's super, super common for him to do this. And it's just like, oh my God, like, what are you doing, man? Like, seriously, you got, you, you got to stop. But, you know, INTPs and ESFJs, given how gluttonous they are with Deli Sin, and then when you combine gluttony with uh, unconscious development from that perspective, it gets even worse. Like, a lot worse. So, think about that. UDUF, you have hedonism and gluttony at the same time. And they're just like, hey... It feels good, do it, but then also at the same time, they feel like they deserve all of that. So they just keep taking and taking and taking, and they just become this huge black hole of consumption all the way down. I'm going to explore every inch of this pizza. Why? Because it makes me feel good, and it's just this ridiculousness that just never ends consistently. Same thing goes with video games and the like. And that, too, is, is quite frustrating. Very frustrating. Not... Uh, Definitely not what I would recommend. Definitely not uh, what I would be around for anyone. And obviously, if you're a U to UF, INTP, or ESFJ, you have to get to the point where you're becoming more subconscious focused so that you can actually turn your unconscious focus into subconscious focus. How? Well, the short answer is basically to 
earn the right to be gluttonous. You know, granted, if you're unconscious developed, you're going to be very hedonistic. You're always going to have this perspective of if it feels good, do it. And there's not really much you can get away from it. However, you got to turn that hedonism into productivity. Especially if you're a man. If you're an ESFJ man, you're an INTP man, you're already like in the ditch as it is because you're already seen by society as a very effeminate, you know, very feminine type, which sucks. So you have to turn your hedonism away from the gluttony, away from uh, the consumption, basically, and use your hedonism from an entirely different point of view. And that point of view basically is like, hey, what you need to do is that turn that, if it feels good, uh, do it type of thing, but in terms of productivity, in terms of not just your job, not just your work, but in terms of producing more than you consume, taking on that archetype of the mature masculine to be, uh, you know, uh, generative, right? Generativity, produce more than you can consume. I, I think this is probably one of the reasons why ESFJs and INTP struggle reaching king archetype the most out of all the 16 types. Because they don't know what is worth pointing their hedonism towards. And it really just comes down to productivity. Anything that is productive, right? And of course, you know, that's a very subjective term because it's like, okay, what, okay, Mr. C.S. Joseph, what context uh, am I supposed to be productive in? What context is it actually all about? You know, and that's, 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 a, that's a very fair point. That's very fair. I don't know. I don't know. It could literally be anything. You know, most people like to zero in on their job or their career, but I know some INTPs who are really great at making music, right? Uh, like, like The Weeknd, for example. The Weeknd, he's, he's unconscious developed. He's all about the hedonism, but he turns his hedonism into art, right? He turns into his art. He's really leaning into his ISFP uh, superego from that perspective. This is something a UDUF INTP can actually do. And it helps him become subconscious focus, UDSF, because instead of using his hedonism as an excuse to be more gluttonous, basically, he is turning his hedonism into something that creates something else, something that is productive. And in his case, it's art, it's music, basically. That way, he can live with himself. That way, he can reach self-acceptance because it's like, hey, I've earned the right to be gluttonous at this point in time. Because I have been generative, right? Because I've been generative, right? So you have to have a certain amount of generativity in place before you can allow yourself to consume your gluttony. But you can never really use hedonism as an excuse to be gluttonous, which is oftentimes what UDUF INTPs actually do. We actually have a UDUF INTP on the team right now. He's really cool. I love him. Y'all know, y'all know Samwise. He's, he's amazing. The guy is, he's amazing. Shout out to Samwise for everything that he does for this community. And also just, you know, his, his very calming, his very smiling nature. He's always excited. He's always happy most of the time. And, you know, sometimes when you're UDUF, you have that despair. And oftentimes you're hiding that despair and actually putting on a pretty face for other people. But the reality of the situation is, is that part of who he is, you know, his beard, all his hair, how he presents himself, his amazing red suit, for example, it's really just part of that art, right? He's actually showing his creativity because he's actually learning how to become more subconscious folks right now because he's practicing on himself so that he can become more generative later, which is excellent. You know, and he, he even got, you know, his own, he's got his own place. He's, he's moved out of his parents' house. 
he is definitely walking the walk in as much as he is talking the talk and actually doing both at the same time, which is pretty admirable, very admirable. And I look forward to seeing where he takes it. Because, yeah, he's very hedonistic. But hedonism is not necessarily just a bad thing. If it feels good, do it is not necessarily a bad thing. It just needs to be used properly. That energy needs to be channeled in the proper direction. It needs to be channeled in the direction of productivity, right? That way, they're able to earn their gluttony instead of just being this giant black hole of consumption, right? That could potentially be a burden to literally everybody else. And that's what expert feeling inferior is supposed to do in the context of an INTP because it's afraid of being a burden towards other people. And as much as it is afraid of not being liked, afraid of not being accepted, basically. Well, I accept Samwise. I think he's freaking awesome. And I, I hope he's in my life indefinitely. I, I love that man. I absolutely love that man. And as much as uh, this ESFJ that I know in town, like, who has his... Uh, really bad cocaine habit, uh, you know, I can't, I can't help but, you know, love him too. I mean, he's facing some really rough stuff right now in his life, really rough stuff. And it's so hard for people to accept him or even respect him. Oftentimes he's treated like he's stupid, etc. So he goes all out to get into his INTP subconscious, especially when he's in the job. That's why he relies on stimulants. You know, cocaine is a stimulant, but he also relies on other stimulants as well to be able to keep him in that position so that he comes off more like an extroverted INTP with a higher access to introverted thinking so that people stop treating him like he's some stupid person. Because it doesn't feel good to him when people treat him like he's stupid, and that's why he's motivated in utilizing these stimulants. So I, the bottom line is, it's like, I understand. I understand where UDUF, ESFJs, and INTPs are coming from. I get it. The thing is, is that we all have that kind of struggle, especially being UDUF. I, I had the same problem. I had the same problem being UDUF, constantly trying to get satisfaction, constantly using my hatred for other people through envy to actually fuel me to be more productive but then also using my malevolence. Because the problem when you're UDUF and you're using your malevolence, you have a hard time picking your battles. You think every battle is worth fighting because you're trying to prove that you're actually strong. But in reality situation, UDF ENTP ends up actually being the weakest. They end up being weak. Trying to prove they're strong by being super mega independent by bringing other people down, by taking other people down with them, it's like, hey, because I had to learn this hard lesson in my life, the rest of you all have to learn this hard lesson with me. And it's a really hard situation. And, you know, a lot of times, for example, I would say this is probably my, my red pill uh, flu days, right? Because most people think I'm a, a red pill content creator. Um, and I do maintain that the red pill is, is true. The problem is, though, is that people utilize the red pill as justification to actually harm themselves. Men use it to harm themselves and harm women because it is entirely ignoring a certain side of masculine idealism, which cannot be ignored. Yes, men are punished for being idealistic in this society, absolutely punished. But uh, there are some certain strategies that we could utilize to actually prevent that, right? So I don't have to be UDUF. I make the choice of like, okay, maybe I'm going to become the envy in the room instead of being envious of others. And instead of, you know, being the person 
that hates on other people, I end up becoming the person that is hated, which is one of the, and the thing is, it's like, I accept it. I accept that people are going to hate me. I accept that people are going to envy me. Envy is the one daily sin that is closest, it's closest to hatred, right? Most times people look at ENTPs with our cognitive origin of fulfillment, our cognitive origin of uh, satisfaction, and just assume by default that we're actually being hedonistic. If it feels good, do it. And the one octogram variant of ENTP that actually looks like the most is subconscious developed, unconscious focused. For example, uh, some of you guys have seen that guy Tom on the show. He's a great dude to see ENTP, but he's SDUF. And oftentimes, this guy gets accused of being hedonistic all the time. If it feels good, do it. But the reality of the situation is, is that he, had, he, he used to have it all, but then it was all completely taken away from him. And he's used to things being taken away from him all the time. And he keeps trying to go back there, backwards. He keeps trying to go backwards, get back to what he had. When the reality of the situation is, is that he needs to come to terms with where he is going in his life, where he is taking himself and have his eyes on the future instead of his eyes on the past, right? And that's ultimately how an ENTP can actually get themselves out of unconscious focus towards subconscious focus. But guess what? ENTPs are crusaders like ESFJs and INTPs. It's no difference from hedonism. Because where is your hedonism going to take you? If it feels good, do it, right? Well, doesn't achieving a lot of things feel good? Doesn't being productive feel good? You see what I'm saying? It's all about channeling that energy in the right place. That is what actually matters. You know, do you want to be like The weekend? Do you want to have, a, you know, a great music career? Do you want to have a really good business career? What direction do you want to actually go? Uh, there's another INTP that comes to mind. Uh, Alvin Timms. Uh, many in this audience are familiar with Mr. Alvin Timms. I see him on Facebook sometimes. He added me as a Facebook friend one time. I don't even know how I got connected to this guy. But this guy is an INTP. He built an empire, like a financial empire. Definitely, I don't exactly condone how he built his empire, or what his empire is based on, but it's still an empire nonetheless. He actually went out of his way to become generative, right? And that's an example of an INTP reaching some semblance of success in their life to a point, right? That's what that actually ends up meaning, right? But... You know, obviously, you know, they all have their own choice. And the SI child is able to generate some semblance of justification most time, whatever excuse is necessary to go there. So, anyway, it's always <clears throat> so fascinating to me how everyone just wants to uh, yell out as they drive by, thinking we care. I don't, but I just always think it's funny. They want to be on the show that bad. I wish they just pull up the truck right there, get out of the truck, and get on the show. You know what I'm saying? That'd be fun. I wish they do that. Maybe they should uh, realize that being on my show feels good, so they should do it. You know, they maybe they should be a little hedonistic. You know what I'm saying? And that's really what it comes down to, folks. Just channel your hedonism in the right place. Focus your hedonism in such a way where it's becoming more generative instead of more gluttonous. Earn the right to consume. Earn the right to be gluttonous. And I promise you success in your life as a result of you using that hedonism energy in a productive way instead of a destructive way. So anyway, folks, thanks for watching and listening, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.